This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Good afternoon, this is Front Row on The Bigger Picture. I'm Juliet Jacobs. Kalpana Dance Theatre are back with a new Odyssey performance called Call of the Flute. It's featuring Lina Mohanty, who is a leading exponent of Odyssey Dance. She's also a disciple of Guru Deva Prasadas. She is the choreographer and concept curator of this performance. She's going to tell us what's in store. But also with us today is Shubita Nagulendran, a dancer at Kalpana Dance Theatre. I hear she's been there since she was four years old. She too will join us to share more about what Call of the Flute is all about. Welcome ladies, how are you? today. Hi, we're good. Thanks for inviting us. Absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me today, Lina. Absolute pleasure to have you back uh, with us on BFM. I think it's been a few years since uh, you came to visit us, so really nice to have you on the show. And uh, Shobita, we're going to get to know you as well. I think your first, is this your first radio interview? Yeah, this is my first. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to find out more uh, about this show. So before we talk about the show, I just want to know, I think not many of us are familiar with Odyssey Dance, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Lina, maybe I can start with you. What initially drew you to Odyssey dance as a form of artistic uh, expression? Actually, I was very young, very young, about four years old, when my father and my, my parents wanted me to uh, start Odyssey. And at that time, my uncle, who was into theatre, he knew Guru Deva Prasad Das. And Deva Prasad Das was a pioneer guru at that time, and he was the first guru who took his disciple, Indrani Rahman, to perform outside the state and outside the country. So he was the first one to take Odyssey outside India. Okay. So, so And I was just four when he came to teach me. Okay. So we had a celebration kind of thing, you know. He mm, tied a red thread around my wrist and said, okay, ac- accepted me as his disciple. And from that day, I have been dancing. Okay. Since so you were four years old. Since I was four. Okay. That seems to be the magic number because that's when you started to dance as well, yep, isn't it, Yeah, that's Shabita? when I first started to learn <coughs> dance as well. Mm-hmm. And you, of course, were in uh, are in Kalpana Dance Theatre. You've been there since you were four. Yep. So I start. I've always wanted to learn dance when I was small, any chance to dance. I just wanted to dance. And then my parents um, inquired around and we somehow ended up in Kalpana Dance Theatre. And I've been there ever since. I started learning Bharatanatyam first. And when I watched the first Odyssey production from the time I joined um, the school, that's when I had an interest in Odyssey and I started learning Odyssey. Okay. And could I get, uh, Lina, maybe I could get you to describe, you know, the unique features of, and and I guess aesthetics, right, of Odyssey dance compared to, let's say, other classical uh, Indian uh, dance performances. Uh, As you see, the name Odyssey, it comes from the state of Odisha. Because this uh, classical dance from originated in Odisha, so it's called Odyssey. But Odyssey is from, uh, Odisha is an eastern state of uh, India. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have uh, the, Odyssey goes back to, you know, Jagann- we have uh, our deity, Jagannath Temple, if you know Jagannath Balabhadra Subhadra in Puri. So it started off as, uh, you know, the Devadasis, or whom we call Maharis. They used to perform the Gita Govindas in front of Lord Jagannath. But no one outside was uh, able, able to see, like, what this dance form is all about or right. what were they doing. So the gurus of the Maharis, he trained uh, small boys. So at that time, they were small, very small boys, and they were dressed up as girls. Okay. So whatever the Maharis performed inside the temple, he brought this uh, small boys, uh, and they were called Gotipuas. Poor means like a single boy, okay. and they were dressed up as girls, and they used to perform this outside. 
uh-huh. you know, for the uh, general for the people, for the public to see. Okay. So we used to have like akhadas, you know, like places where people used to meet and all. So there they used to perform. So slowly, because of the Goti Puas, the people got to know about this dance form. And then slowly... uh some you know like people who way into art and culture so they put their daughters uh, you know under these gurus and slowly they started learning okay and i am glad i was one of the like i was i started learning from one of the one of those pioneer gurus you know gurudeva prasad das who like uh, took me under yeah. his guidance like yeah. and shaped me into what I am today. Because he had a huge influence on, on oh, you, sure. right? Yeah. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. For, I, I remember when I was a kid and he was uh, like a father. He was so loving. Uh, I was only four. So he'll come, he'll teach me and whenever I would be like tired and all, say, okay, come, come sit. And then <laughs> massage my feet. Okay, oh, so are sweet. you ready? Okay, can we go and dance again? So <laughs> it was really, I, I looked forward to uh, his classes mm-hmm. and when he used to be, uh, come to my He used to come to my place, like uh, my house to teach me. I see. Okay. Uh, so those were those times. <laughs> But I mean, what a wonderful, I mean, a teacher to come and massage your little tired feet, <laughs> yeah. right? No, because Amazing. I was very, uh, I was very small, like four years old, you know, yeah. so I'll be, it will be hurting and pending. So, <laughs> so he was more like a father, you know, mm-hmm. uh, taking care. That's wonderful. And obviously that, you know, conti- that love for the dance, I mean, much influence from him, right? That continued throughout your and life. And so the technique of what is that you come, the main posture, so the choker and thribhanga, the choker comes, it's a very squarish posture that comes from the posture of Lord Jagannath, the way he sits. And the Thribhangi, of course, like uh, the three-bended posture of uh, Krishna. When uh-huh. you see him standing, he doesn't stand straight, right, in a three-fold posture. So Thribhangi comes from there. So the entire Odyssey has been, uh, like, uh, we form it around this posture. Okay. And Shubita, can I ask you also, because uh, again, you also started at, at the age of four, right, at Kalpana Dance Theatre. You know, um, can you tell me a little bit about your training and the gurus that influenced you and your dance style? Um, so when I started at the age of four at Kalpana Dance Theatre, I started with Bharatanatyam and my teachers were uh, what Shagita teacher. And for me, the thing about dance, it has been the one constant. So now I'm 22. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that's not changed for me is every Saturdays, our classes at the Sangeeta Sabha behind the Vivekananda Ashram in Brickfields. Okay. So the same tiled floorings, the same group of people. So for me, dance has been that source of comfort. And being there with Kalpana Dance Theatre from the time I was four, I've grown as an individual mm-hmm. and much of that credit I give back to the skills I learned from being a dancer and growing with the same people in the school and we go going to different levels from just coming to class dancing and monkeying around with friends <laughs> to today being behind the scenes I see so much more of what the performing arts industry is like and what it's like to go through that entire creative process. Okay. And and I mean I I understand you are a law grad, right? Uh and yeah. but still this is something that you want to keep up with, right? You're going to continue with your dance as well, yes. isn't it? I don't think um out of everything that I do, I think um, dance has always been like an anchor for me. Sure. So something I can fall back on. So throughout my law degree, I was dancing and still going for classes and performing. Okay. 
Okay, so so here we are, two you know uh, a leading uh, Odyssey exponent, and you know somebody fairly new. I mean, not fairly new to it, but now you know uh, really finding your form in it as well. I would say, right? So it changes. Yeah. I would say as you get older as yes. well, how you interact with. I think the... definitely how the perspective towards the art form. So mm. initially, what started off as just being a, a hobby. So over the years, the thought process and how I think about dance has definitely grown with time. Okay, okay. And uh, Lina, I'm guessing the same for you, right? Even though, as, uh, you know, for how long you've been practicing it. Yeah, so that's what, you know, same thing. We started at four. Yeah. And same, That that's the only thing I have been doing all my life. Okay. You know, and now it has become like a part of who I am. So when uh, whenever, like, uh, you go, wherever you go, yeah, we we carry dance with within us. Yeah. So if you keep dance out, then I don't know who I am now. <laughs> if you take dance out of me, it's uh, I won't be Lena anymore. Yeah. Someone else, I think. <laughs> Intrinsic already, lah. It's just part of who you are, isn't it? Yeah. Right? Okay. All right. So, so you know, uh, Lina, you were explaining to us, you know, that uh, where uh, Odyssey dance um, sort of originated from, right? Could you explain the significance of the Abhinaya? Am I saying that correctly, mm-hmm. Abhinaya? So mm-hmm. the expressional aspect in Odyssey uh, and how you convey those sorts of emotion through the dance form. Mm-hmm. So, expression is a feeling, like what you feel and how you project it to the audience. Mm. So normally it's like the bhava, when what we feel, our bhava, if we can uh, express it and the audience, when they get it, that's the rasa they get. Mm. You know, so uh, anything you do, even in, even if it's just movement, without any words or syllables that you need to uh, talk about, or a story, if, even if it doesn't have a storyline to it, but how you feel about it. Because it's just, uh, our dance is just like an offering. You know, like, it's like a path. For me, it has been like a path to unite with the absolute. So, like, when you are dancing, you are giving in everything that, uh, you know, you're offering yourself. So, you know, the joy, it's a different kind of joy. I don't think anyone who, who ever gives everything when they're dancing. I think they have experienced it then and there. So it's a feel that you cannot express how you feel then. But uh, maybe, you know, it's, it's the, I think the utmost joy you can feel when you are dancing. And I think if you are enjoying, the audience gets it. Mm-hmm. You'd see, uh, you can see the reflection on their faces, the way they react to it, uh, they, that they have got it. And when we come to expressing, like, uh, suppose uh, we, there, there are many uh, characters that we t- try to tell a story. So when we try to uh, enact a character, the first thing is try to understand the character, what it is about. See, normally what uh, the teachers, they'll tell you, okay, they'll, from these this steps, they'll show you the mudra, these hand movements, these hand gestures and so. But then, okay, you are telling uh, whatever your teacher has said, you are saying it. Mm. But slowly, with time, when you try to get deeper into, uh, like, why are you you're doing it? Mm. You know, the more you get deeper into it. You don't have to make a certain face or a certain eye. It just will come on your face. And then slowly, because I have seen with myself, mm-hmm. I started off the same Abhina. I, like uh, whatever I would be doing like 20 years, 30 years ago. When I do it now, so many layers have been ad- added to that same piece. And it comes out very different from what I would be doing 
you know, 30 years ago. Okay. So it's mostly like you get it, you grasp it within and emote. Like whatever you are feeling, if you can get it like from within, so it, it's from in, out, you know, mm. giving uh, out what you feel. Okay. So I think the entire body expresses. It's not only the face. Okay. Uh, so it's with every part of the body that expresses. Okay. And obviously, as you said, you know, whatever you are expressing, you know, is palpable, right? The audience, of course, feels it and feeds yeah. on it as well. Yeah. And, and it, it becomes a, yeah, it becomes an experience yeah. for all of yeah. you together, a collective experience. So you experience. together go, like, you know, yeah. like yeah. you carry the audience along with you. Mm. So the joy is not only yours. So everyone gets united in that. Wonderful. Yeah. Okay. And how do, is that the same for you, Shavita? How do you feel when you're on stage and performing um, as well? Very much like what uh, teacher Lena mentioned. I think when being on stage, I think it's such a privilege to be a dancer because similar to people who act, how often do you get to play different characters while living one life? It's like reading a storybook, right? Mm-hmm. You read the stories and you there's so many different characters. And... Um, when you go on stage, for me personally, um, very similar to Teacher Lena, I see dance as a medium of communication, a medium towards spirituality. And um, we thrive so much on our audience. So it's a performing art. Mm-hmm. How we feel reflects on the audience and that energy reflects back, back on us. So being on stage is, is the one time where you can completely lose yourself. Nobody gets to, you get to be you, the dancer in you is just there. And um, like Teacher Lina mentioned, what, how I started off and why, where I am today, in terms of the layers that I've added on, the things that now that because I'm so invested in the art, you want to try new things and see, okay, will this work? Will this work? And every time I watch back a performance, perhaps something from last year mm-hmm. and then something from last month. And then there's so much difference in what I used to do then and what I do now. And it's, I think it's a very beautiful experience because you get to live so many different characters. You get to play so many different roles in this one life that we all have. Mm-hmm. And being on stage is like magic you're just there and um, you get to do what you love most and I think it's a privilege to be someone initiated into the art yeah mm-hmm. and and wonderful I mean you've had such a wonderful training ground uh, in Kalpana Dance yeah. Theatre as well and of course now you know you've got um, the call, uh, call of the Flute uh, and I know you've been very involved with this production you want to yes. tell us a little bit about what Call of the Flute is all about right. so the Call of the Flute is a Odyssey dance presentation which um, revolves mainly around Lord Krishna and how he's depicted as Lord Jagannath in Orissa. Mm-hmm. And in this entire um, concept, which I think Lina teacher would explain more on, um, we start off with the devotion towards um, Lord Jagannath and then we go into stories of Krishna. So Krishna is a very fond um, character for many dancers. The first time I danced on stage, I played baby Krishna, which was <laughs> 2011. Oh, wow. So yeah, that was also with us. Right? Yeah, that was that was the first time I did Leela Odyssey. Purusatama. We had done a production, Leela Purusatama. She was our baby Krishna. Oh, wonderful. So now to see a five-year-old dancer in our school be baby Krishna, all I can think is like, wow, can I go back to that age? You know, just look cute on and stage. everybody will be like clapping. And yes. Like, yes. <laughs> so that, that role. So we have um, tales of Krishna, famous tales which have been told, they've been put out in cartoons and then staged as um, performing repertoires many times. Mm-hmm. And then we go into um, a few other pieces which are not, uh, traditional in the Odyssey repertoire. One of our pieces goes into the procession of Lord Jagannath in Puri, Orissa. Okay. So what Call of the Flute really is, it's a immersive experience into, we are taking the audience to Orissa 
and we are narrating the tales of uh, Lord Krishna to the audience through Odyssey okay. is how I would I would put it. Okay, yeah. okay. And and Lena, you know, as the choreographer, as the concept curator, you know, why was this something that you wanted to to put together, you know, for the Malaysian audience? Now, the call of the flute, as I visualized it, uh, the call, like, uh, we all wait for a call. You know, like, there is, you know, maybe for me, there's someone who is always telling you from within, mm -hmm. you know, this is your path, this is your path. But we get so lost in our daily things, we hardly hear that call, you know, like. So, and, you know, and sometimes in moment, when there's no one, when you're silently just by yourself, you know, you feel that, uh, you know, you feel a strong attraction towards something. So the call, well, it was just, uh, we're trying to, and of course, when we say call of the flute, I meant to us, uh, what I thought was that call, you know, like, okay. just uh, when the time is right, and when you are ready, you will hear that call. Nice. And when you are ready, you, like, no one can stop you. It will like attract you, and you will go follow that path till you reach your goal, like mm -hmm. sacred goal, whatever okay. that is. But here we have taken Krishna and his flute in Dwapara. You know, we have so many yugas. We say uh, like uh, Satya Yuga, Dwapara Yuga. There's uh, Satya, Tritaya, Dwapara, and Kali Yuga. Now we are going in Kali Yuga. Uh, yes. So in Dwapara, when Krishna played the flute. Uh, the flute, flute is just a bamboo, piece of bamboo, you know, like with holes. In. And when he uh, plays, he fills it with all his magic. And everyone who listens to that flute comes running to him. You know, the, all the gopis, all the gopas, even the animals, the plants, you know, it, it's um, shown that, you know, the uh, mobile, uh, the animals, and they become, they're stunned and uh -huh. they can't move. Okay. And the trees who are like static, they start moving. So that's what magic it stirs in the entire atmosphere. So uh, Krishna did that in Dwapara. Mm -hmm. But now when we uh, go to Puri, Jagannath, when you see him, he is like this. He sits there with his brother and his sister, Jagannath, Balabhatra, Subhadra. So, uh, so we're asking, where is that flute of yours? Why don't you have it now? So actually there is a, a Chandana Yatra, we say, a festival where Jagannath comes uh, in his um, uh, form as mm -hmm. Madana Mohana. Madana Mohana is also Krishna. Okay. So he takes along with him all the, his uh, like people who are around him and goes on this 21 days thing to the, there's a pond, Narendra Sarovar, where he goes there, plays with them, all these things, and uh, comes back. Okay. So we are trying to set the permanence of that call. It was there. It is still here. It might take different forms, mm -hmm. or, you know. But uh, and we as devotees, like we as people, we we, you know, like wait to be able to hear that call. Okay. You know. Okay. So, okay. And we aspire, desire. The only desire is to like. When can we hear it? You know, like wait for that. Okay, so it's, it's a calling in that sense, yeah, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. And um, can you talk to me about you know you've got you've got quite the team with you. I know there's uh, performers ranging from very young to not so young. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> tell me about yeah, who you've got. Actually, uh, my entire it was it's, it it took us more than a year. The mm -hmm. from the day you know when Sangeeta told me no, you have to do this. I was quite excited because after COVID, this was my first like big production that I would be doing, 
And then Sangeeta told, we have 60 dancers. Can you imagine there's one item where we have dancers from four years of age till 40, you know, four to 40. In one, we have almost like 60 yep. dancers. So, 60, wow. So, and I was thinking, my God, what? Like, you know, <laughs> how am I going to do this? Yeah. So, but after, you know, suddenly, like, uh, when it comes to you, I said, yes. But after that, I didn't know how to go about it. Slowly, slowly, I started writing this, you know, like, when the concept built up, then actually we have a very good musician, very young, very talented in Odisha, Dr. Dhiraj Mohapatra. When he said, yes, mm-hmm. he will do the music, I said, okay. Uh, half the it. problem is solved. <laughs> and when you hear that music... You know, all the, it, it just takes shape, the how to start, where to go, like how to go about the entire thing. And I'm so happy, got the music here and here. When you see, like, and these girls are doing such a wonderful job, all the co-group, you know, in Shobi and her friends, even her sister. Uh, so, like, the co-group, like, they are so enthusiastic. They, they want it to happen. Wonderful. And they will make sure. And, and my job has become so easy. Like, I tell them, and the next day I know they have uh, already practiced, rehearsed, and they are, they are giving me, like, whatever I want. It's, uh, they're so dedicated, so responsible. Uh, this time, like, uh, it's, uh, I'm really having a great time here okay. with the uh, rehearsals and all going on. Wonderful, because the show is coming up in a couple of weeks, but yeah. I know you guys are thick in the middle of uh, rehearsals at the oh, moment. Oh, yeah, right? we start about nine in yes. the, and go, the, go on till nine in the night. Gosh, so, yeah. okay, all right. And it's, I mean, I, I think anyone who's familiar with Odyssey will know what to expect, right? But Shubita, you know, for anyone, like, you know, never been to it, you know, could you describe what they will come and see, uh, you know, what they will experience when they come watch you guys? All right, so I think... Um, for like a one-on-one guide to coming to an Odyssey production. So this dance, the entire call of the flute will mainly be on stories of uh, Krishna and Jagannath. What we do have, uh, what is very important, which I think that we have tried our best to get in this time is making the art accessible. Ah. So the those of us who learn it, we know what we are doing. But like you said, someone who's coming for the first time would probably be like, oh, it's very beautiful, but I don't really know what's going on. So this time we have Miss um, Sukanya Venugopal. She's a theatre actress. She will be narrating the story. So before the dance begins, Miss um, Sukanya is connecting the dots for us and she, to make it interactive because... Performing arts, it thrives on the audience, right? Yeah. How the audience feel. And ultimately, it's our offering, whether it's the almighty, we are also serving the community because this is a age-old art form mm-hmm. and we want to do our best to give it justice. And here, Miss Sukanya will be telling the story, narrating, giving an overview of each item before the dance begins. So I think that would really facilitate a better understanding for the audience. Because although, even for us, because the music is in Odia language, for us, how Lina Chicha explains it, okay, this is what you're doing here. This is what's happening here. So that's how we understand. So to make sure that the art is as accessible to our audience. We have uh, Miss Sukanya narrating the story. And I think I would expect, I think what the audience can expect to see is so much of passion on stage. Like um, Teacher Lena mentioned, we have over 60 dancers from the age of 4 to 40. And we are collaborating, um, Kalpana Dance Theatre is collaborating with Vihara, ha- Vihara Arts and um House of Issei Heritage. There are another two other dance schools. So we have so, it's like a culmination of people who love the art. Wonderful. And um, for those who would be watching it or experiencing it for the first time, I think the call of the flute would 
I hope it, it would be the first of many um, traditional performances that they attend from here on out because the performing arts industry in Malaysia has so much to offer and Definitely. there's so many different cultures and what we do is just a small part of it and I think we are all humbled and grateful that we are able to contribute to that but what we really do need as an industry is the support of the people of the community and I hope that this show would be a bridge for many people to like oh this this was really good so let's go for the next one too and create more support for the um, performing arts. Yeah. yeah. And it's about, uh, what, an hour, 10 minutes or so, right? The whole performance in total? Would yes. I be right yeah. in saying that? Yeah. yeah. So it's really not that, yeah. Yeah, no. it's not that, I think, with, but with Sukanya, it might uh, <coughs> 10, 15 minutes more. And it's wonderful to see the different energies, you know, like, oh, because people of different, you know, age groups uh-huh. are contributing. And we'll have Sukanya also enacting with us, weaving the stories, like, you know, like, on the stage. Sure. So, so she's part to, of it, isn't yeah, it? She's not yeah, like a disembodied yeah, yeah. voice. <laughs> it's, it's not a voice. It's like she is there nice. to take the audience, uh, you know, like, along the uh, entire production. Very interactive so. okay. concept. Yeah. So, you know, good for anybody, any age then, right? Children as yes, well, yes, you know, yes. really very accessible, a wonderful yeah. sort of a gateway into, uh, you know, experiencing and enjoying uh, Odyssey performances, yes, right? Yeah. definitely. Okay, excellent. So, Call of the Flute is happening on Saturday, the 25th of November. It's at 8pm over at the Shantanan Auditorium uh, at the Temple of Fine Arts. For invitations, you need to call 017-672-5672 or 013-247-2045 or or 012-650-7226. The best thing to do, of course, is to follow Kalpana Dance Theatre uh, on social media. So Facebook and uh, Instagram Facebook and Instagram would yep. be the best ways to do that. Uh, do get your tickets as because it's only for one night only. Ladies, thank you so much for joining me today. Any, any last message you'd like to leave our listeners with before I let you guys go? Do come for the show. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank Definitely. you so much, Juliet, for having us. Yeah, Absolute thank pleasure. you so much. Absolute Juliet. pleasure. Okay, I was speaking to Lina Mohanty, choreographer and concept curator of Call of the Flute, and Shubita Nagulendran, a dancer at Kalpana Dance Theatre, also going to be on the stage uh, on Saturday, the 25th of November. Do catch Call of the Flute again. Just search for Kalpana Dance Theatre. That's K A L P A N A Dance Theatre for more information. But if you miss any part of our conversation today, you can always search for the podcast at bfm.my slash front dash row. You can also find it on the BFM app. This has been Front Row on the Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.